chill with us on KDOC Radio for Natural Healing with Jason, 12 p.m. Monday through Friday. If you call within the next 48 hours, he's going to give you a free 20-minute consultation. That number is 775-527-7791. Again, that number is 775-527-7791. Thanks for listening, and you can catch us live on Live 365. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for joining us on Natural Healing with Jason. He will air every uh, Monday through Friday for the next couple weeks at 12 p.m. here on KDOC Radio. You can look for us on Live 365 and listen to us. We'd love to have our uh, have you join us, leave us a comment or anything you can. You can do that at DocRichard at gmail. Or, I'm sorry, calldocrichard at gmail.com. That's calldocrichard at gmail.com if you have any questions or need further information. Jason's going to offer uh, 48 hours from the time you hear this broadcast to uh, give you a free 20 minute consultation. And uh, Jason, thanks for being here today and joining us. And uh, can you tell folks um, how you got into holistic healing and how long you've been doing it? Sure, Anita. Thanks for having me. And um, yeah, so I uh, so I kind of grew up in that type of family. My father was always really into uh, into holistic health. Um, at a very young age, I remember him eating really healthy foods, taking a lot of vitamin supplements, that kind of thing. And I would always ask him about it. And then I, um, I kind of thought, okay, I may get into this at some point in my career, but I, I kind of put it a little bit on the back burner and I said, eh, I'll just do some other stuff. And then I got, then I got sick. I had um, Hodgkin's lymphoma and I was kind of frustrated because I didn't know enough about natural healing at that time to heal myself. So, um, so I went the traditional route, you know, chemo radiation because I didn't know any better. And then I started having issues a couple years after the treatment. I started having, I mean, I got cured of the disease, which is great, um, but I also started having odd symptoms, like I would get really fatigued, I would get nauseous, um, I couldn't eat two bites of food without getting sick, and um, feeling like I was gonna pass out. And I I finally realized that that was due to uh, DNA cellular damage from the chemo and the radiation. So that's of course when I got in really, really into holistic healing and I said, you know what, I'm taking this all away. Um, I'm gonna learn as much as I can about this. And uh, so I did the, the traditional um, schooling as well as a lot of self-study and got a few certifications uh, in holistic, um, holistic healing as well as nutrition and hypnotherapy. And so um, I finally was able to heal myself of all of the issues from the DNA damage. And at the same time, I was studying all kinds of other holistic medicine and figuring out what really works, what really doesn't work. So at this point, I can say uh, in the clients that I've seen, um, as well as my own personal experience, I've, I've seen or heard of pretty much everything when it comes to what could be wrong with somebody health-wise and know how to help them heal because you have to know what's at the source. So I go after causality or the source of what is causing the issue. 
that's great information um you know the, the holistic healing goes way 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 back you know we see it in history um especially in the middle east um they have a lot of uh plants and things that they use for holistic medicine um you might be familiar with the red sea a lot of people like the the sea salts and stuff mm -hmm. like that because it's very healing and uh, where did you grow up and how long have you been in the reno area so like i grew up in la los angeles california um i have been in reno off and on since the end of 2005 and um, lived other places traveled a lot um done a lot of uh, lectures in different areas and so it's um so yeah i i like reno um you know it's, it's there's there's a lot to do in a small area <laughs> it's easy to get around here and so uh yeah so i enjoy it here are you sure it's easy to get around here lately i've been seeing an <laughs> awful lot of uh, uh construction going yes. on i guess but that's good <laughs> at least our community is still thriving and growing we're uh coming through this pandemic which we'll get mm -hmm. to in a little bit here but uh, tell me about the different methods you use and what types of things um, you help people with. Sure, so um, I, I use many different methods. Again, I go after cause. So if somebody comes to me with whatever condition they have or if they just have symptoms but it hasn't been diagnosed, I kind of figure out what's going on with them there as well. And then I will use anything from the right types of foods for people to eat, um, when they should eat, how they should eat, how much they should eat as well as um, you know what type of supplements they should be taking, uh, what type of detox methods that they should be doing, um, getting, getting the right amount of sun, getting the right amount of water, the right kind of water, um, how, how much they should sleep at night uh, based on what's called their chronotype, when they should sleep. Um, so I go into all of that um, you know, based on the individual person. So everything that I do is um, is very custom, customized and individualized to that person. And then the uh, types of things I help people with, uh, as I said, pretty much everything. Um, once you know the cause of illness, um, you can help people with, with pretty much anything. So What, what seems to be, um, the? I guess what I'm trying to say is most people have an area. Mm -hmm. Do you see a trend in something that's yeah. been happening with people and what would that be? I, I do. I definitely see a trend. Digestive health yeah. is huge. Um, with all the genetically modified organisms right now in the foods that we eat and the pesticides that are sprayed and all of that, um, our body doesn't know what to do with the food that we're taking in. Um, it's not natural anymore. You really have to go out of your way to find food that's really natural, that's kind of homegrown, so to speak, organic. Uh, and most people don't do that. They'll eat um, the genetically modified foods, they'll also eat processed foods. So what that does is it wreaks havoc on the digestive system. And so I see that over and over and over again. And usually by the time they've seen me, uh, not only their digestive system is affected, but their neurological system is now affected because of their digestive system, because it, it gets to all the other body systems. It eventually affects the, um, the neurological system, like I said, the endocrine system, so all the glands as well, the thyroid, the adrenal glands, um, all of that. It affects the immune system. It can, it can create autoimmune disorders and things like that. So, um, you know, usually people see me at that point where they have a bunch of symptoms and they don't know what to do about it and they've tried different things and, and it hasn't worked. 
Also, uh, fast food's probably way off the top of the list there. I was thinking about that, but I think more of us are eating at home now, and that's why we saw the shortage in the grocery stores and stuff. But, you know, when you're walking through there, I mean, produce just isn't lasting like it used to. You know, you bring home bananas, and if you don't have it gone in a day and a half, they're already brown and you're throwing them out. You know, it's crazy what... um, and we don't know, you know, like the ones that come from a different country, you know, the FDA is supposed mm-hmm. to check it and know, but how do we really know? Yeah, so there's there's a couple things. I mean, whenever possible, get uh, organic, and that could be by a USDA certified organic, or that could be uh, certified organic by the state that it's grown in. Now, not every state has that, but the ones that do, that's an even better certification of organic. But if nothing else, USDA certified organic and then um, some things, if you can't do that, of course, I don't have time to get into all the different foods as far as what has to be organic and what is good enough to be uh, just non-GMO, non-genetically modified. But at the very least, um, you know, it, it definitely needs to be non, non-GMO or non-genetically modified. And organic is kind of a step up from that. If something's organic, it's also um, uh, non-GMO as well. Mm-hmm. Now let's say you have a patient that has like really bad muscle spasms. They're in pain most of the day. They go to bed and they can't get to sleep because of muscle spasms. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you help them with that? So uh, muscle spasms are usually due to uh, inflammation and the inflammation is causing them to not absorb nutrients, especially trace minerals. So um, a muscle spasm is, is an indication that they're not either not consuming enough trace minerals or their body's not uh, metabolizing the trace minerals that they are consuming. So, and, be, and the reason for that is inflammation. So um, I would definitely have them uh, remove the inflammation with uh, specific types of foods and supplements that help with inflammation. And then I would uh, put them on a, um, a trace mineral, a liquid trace mineral formula to get those trace minerals in there. And then the muscle spasms should go away at that point. That sounds like a great plan. Um, Thank you for that information. I know a lot of people are uh, out there suffering, and uh, that's good information to know. Um, And I'm sure diet, too, you know, with the the trace nutrients and stuff. Um, What about people that have allergies to shellfish and don't like fish and things Mm -hmm. like that? I know that fish is very good for some things, but um, what do those people need to do? Do they need to take a supplement of some kind? So, yeah, so there's two different things we're talking about here. There's actually a food allergy and then there's food sensitivity. So those are two different things. A food sensitivity happens when a person is not producing the, no longer producing the enzyme or enough of the enzyme to break down that particular type of food. And that could also be because of inflammation um, and the not ability to not metabolize the food because of inflammation. It could also be just their body stop producing that enzyme. In that case, they could replace it with an enzyme. And if there's inflammation, they could take what's called a systemic enzyme, which will go in and it will bypass the digestive tract and actually help to eat away that that tissue that's built up in the body uh, to to uh, remove the inflammation so that and remove that tissue so that a person can then take in those foods again. Um, now a food allergy, and I'm of course really generalizing here, everybody's yes. a little different, but a food allergy is, is different. A food allergy means that they just, you know, they'll swell up, 
you know, right away, let's say they're allergic to shellfish, they'll, they'll eat shellfish and then within a couple minutes their lips will swell, their throat can swell, that kind of thing, go to uh, anaphylaxis, which is what we don't want. Right. Um, <clears throat> so in that case, it's very delicate. In some cases that can be healed, in some cases it can't. I would usually at that point just tell the person not to eat the food, period. Um, you know, and we could we could go through a very, very slow process to see if we could we could help them with that. But if it's you know, if, if it's not important to them, they say, oh, okay, well, I could just do without shellfish. I mean, my sister, for example, literally, I mean, a few years ago developed a, a shellfish allergy and literally a few months ago developed a uh, eggplant allergy. Oh, wow. So, so yeah. It changes um, with age probably. It, it does, it can for sure. So um, eggplant is a nightshade as some people know and, and you know, tomatoes in that family as well. But, um, but yeah, some people can develop an allergy later on in life. And sometimes if it's in specifically an allergy to food as opposed to a sensitivity, sensitivity I can usually tell what caused it, an allergy, Sometimes we don't know what causes allergies to foods, and that's a whole different thing. And normally, a person at that point would just have to avoid the food if they would, if they want to try a very slow process um, so that they don't get a reaction. We we can do that, but usually, you know, a person's like, oh, I, you know, I'll just go without that food from now on. Mm-hmm. I'm sure um, since we uh, are hitting on inflammation mm-hmm. a lot. Salt has a lot to do with that. Sure. Your sodium in your foods and things. What's the proper intake for sodium for folks listening out there today? So it, it depends on what your sodium potassium ratio is. Um, that's what it all depends on. The more potassium you take in, the more sodium you can get away with without it causing swelling or inflammation. So it, it kind of all depends what a person's diet is. I mean, fruits and vegetables are very high in potassium. For example, so um, if they're taking in a lot of potassium, they can get away with taking in more sodium because the kidney is responsible for maintaining that balance between sodium and potassium. So if their kidneys are functioning fine, then which sometimes people come to me and they're not, so we have to help them heal their kidneys. Um, but um, and we do that naturally as well. But um, <clears throat> you know, but normally if a person's kidneys are functioning properly, um, as long as they're taking in enough potassium, they can take in sodium. I mean. You know, the RDA is somewhere around, uh, you know, under 2,000 milligrams a day of sodium. And again, it depends on the person. I mean, that's a good guideline, but again, it depends on the person, depends how their kidneys are functioning, and it also depends on um, how much, like I said, how much potassium they're taking in. That's good to know. Um, what do you like to do in your spare time, Jason? So I like nature, I like hikes, uh, you know, animals and, and uh, so walks and, and I like traveling. Um, I like watching sports, I like playing sports um, and uh, just, just new adventures. I mean, I'm, I consider myself pretty adventurous. So if a person says, hey, let's try this, as long as I have an inkling I might like it, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, so I, I like being out doing stuff, you know, I don't, I never like doing nothing. I just always have to feel like I'm doing something. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to ask you, is there a specific thing that you've spontaneously done that, uh, stands out in your mind on your spare time activities? Yeah. Um, definitely zip lining is, mm-hmm. is one of those things. And that was a lot of fun. Um, tubing down a river was a lot of fun. I did that a few times and then um, 
also being pulled by a, by a boat in a lake and doing the tube that way. Um, those are fun things. I like doing the things that kind of get the adrenaline going. I don't know if I would go skydiving. I don't know <laughs> if I'd go that far. But um, at least stuff like that, um, you know, sledding down a nice a hill in the winter that has snow on it. I mean, that kind of stuff. So you're kind of a thrill seeker, but conservative one, right? Yeah, to, a certain, <laughs> to a certain extent, not, not overboard, yeah. Now, what's your take on this p pandemic thing? Um, you know, people, how can they boost their immune system to help like that? And let's talk about masks as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and, and everybody's going to have a different opinion on, on masks and also on the pandemic and the virus and how severe it is. What I will say as a nutritional scientist is that, um, is that the virus is not nearly as bad as what they tell us. Um, and there's, there's many reasons for that. Um, but, but let's go, let's go scientific medical, right? Mm -hmm. So I was just, I was just on a plane. I flew to Vegas, uh, from Reno and then I flew back to Reno from Vegas. So, um, they didn't do, they didn't do any social distancing on the plane. Um, and a plane is where a person is most likely to get any kind of illness, um, no matter what it is. So, and we haven't really heard it of people getting sick on a plane. From this, uh, from this pandemic. So, you know, that along with some other things uh, tell me as well as what businesses can be open, what businesses can't be open, that kind of thing. And the small businesses have to remain closed or, or you know, less than 50% capacity. Churches can't have more than 50 people in there, but Walmart and Target can kind of do whatever they want. And so, and the streets fill up with protesters, you know, mm -hmm. too, you know, yeah. we have that going on. Right. And so you don't hear of those people that are in close proximity with, with, with one another getting really getting sick from this virus. So it's, it's kind of like, almost like it's pick and chosen who gets sick and who doesn't. So it, it's a real virus, but it is not as nearly as severe as what they tell us. Otherwise, everybody would be getting sick on the plane. Well, I, I personally think a lot of us had it before it was that, actually yes. known. Um, I went through a thing in February, and it mm -hmm. took me forever to get over the cough at the end. Mm -hmm. And I was in contact with my doctor the whole time. No, I didn't get tested for COVID. Right. And um, I just took care of myself. Definitely. And, and yes, this, this virus has been around for a while and people could have gotten it and gotten mild symptoms and become immune to it. That's absolutely possible. Um, there are also seven, you know, there's seven different uh, types of coronavirus. Uh, COVID-19 is just the latest one. And so the antibody tests basically test for all the coronaviruses. So, um, you know, the difference between IgG and IgM, uh, IgG means you've been exposed. IgM means you have an active virus. Um, no swab test, uh, tests for any kind of RNA breakage from any virus. So that could be from any virus, doesn't even have to be from a coronavirus and definitely not specifically from COVID-19. So the testing is not a lot of, the testing is not too accurate. Um, and you know, that's, that's unfortunate because it really inflates the numbers. Um, and so, but it's always important to build your immune system anyway. I mean, you can do that with colostrum. Colostrum is my favorite thing to build up the immune system. Um, you can build up slowly to, you can get the powder because it's more economical, build up slowly to three grams uh, twice a day. So six grams total a day. And that will really keep your immune system healthy and, and you'll probably almost never get sick at that point. 
It also realigns the digestive uh, tract as well. So it's got a, another benefit to so it. So now you said um, build up to it. So yes. what happens? What, how would I, uh, what do I know what to do? So with, yeah, so with colostrum, just like many other things, um, what can happen is if you go up too fast, you can have what's, what's called a detox symptom. So your body will be getting rid of toxins really quickly and it'll make you feel sick. So because toxins get pulled from the organs into the bloodstream, then they get pulled out of the body. So it's when the toxins get pulled from the organs into the bloodstream to where people get those detox symptoms and they feel sick. So building up slowly will eliminate that. So meaning, meaning um, you know, 500 milligrams twice a day for four days, and then uh, 1,000 milligrams twice a day for four days, 2,000 milligrams twice a day for four days, and then you build up to that 3,000 milligrams twice a day or three grams twice a day. Um, so that's kind of how you want to build up with colostrum. But that's really the best way to protect your immune system. If you have COVID already, I mean, you know, you can do um, you can do quinine bark extract. Um, quinine is where a hydroxychloroquine comes from. Mm -hmm. So, and all the chloroquines, basically, the chloroquine drugs come from quinine bark. Quinine bark is the natural versions of that. So you can get quinine bark extract, and you can get that on Amazon, and just take the maximum dose of what it says on the bottle. And um, that really helps with increasing the um, immune system to help with the, to, with, with the uh, specifically the uh, coronavirus family, uh, which COVID is, is included in that. So it's, it's really, um, really good stuff specifically for COVID and the coronavirus family. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I love the information that you give because um, the, the, honesty of it you know there's mm -hmm. been so much out there you're you know people are so confused i mean i know yeah. i'm not even sure what businesses are open at this point you know <laughs> are there hours i'm so lost yeah and it keeps changing and i also you know i just recalled you asked a question about masks too again in my scientific opinion um masks do not protect against viruses uh, but the viral particles are too small they go right through the mask uh, right through the holes in the mask so um, now masks do protect against bacteria and other microorganisms because the particle size of those are much bigger. So um, it does stop some of that. With the virus, the virus can penetrate right through. The micron count is a lot smaller of a virus than the holes in the masks. So um, in, in my opinion, masks do not protect against viruses. Um, and again, I'll say that as a scientific opinion. Um, <laughs> everyone's gonna have their own take on it. Uh, if you really want to protect yourself against a virus, then what you would do is you would um, get a hazmat suit with the with the shield where no oxygen could get in there, and that's that would work against a virus. But um, but I think exposure is very important, especially with this with this virus COVID not being nearly as severe as what they tell us. And and like you said, Anita, with um, getting exposed, that's what builds up your immune system. And we could could have had it, had mild symptoms, and not even know we had it. That's how you that's how you build up your immune system. Yeah. Now here in Reno, they have someone that's got COVID again. Mm -hmm. So they're researching that, and it'll be interesting to find out that information as sure. it comes about. Um, I also understand that you do. Uh, nutritional lectures. Mm -hmm. Tell us about some of those. Yeah, so I, I usually focus on a specific area of nutrition. Um, I've done nutritional lectures pretty much all over the 
the west uh, the west mountain west and mountain range time zones and um and i'll focus on a different area when i do a lecture so i'll focus on digestive healing uh one lecture i'll do digestive healing one lecture i'll do immune system function and healing one lecture i'll do neurological function and healing one lecture i'll do endocrine system and healing which includes like the thyroid the adrenal glands hypothalamus all of that and the hormones related to it and so I'll pick an area of health which I relate to an area of the body or a body system. And I'll do, do lectures based on that particular body system usually and, and what causes problems in those body systems and how to heal from those problems in those body systems. And a lot of people aren't familiar with the body systems. Mm -hmm. You know, that they've heard them, but they're just not really sure what it is. Um, some of us that have had to study those mm -hmm. uh, for anatomy and things, you know, we are a little more familiar with those terms. Definitely. So it's good that you break it down for folks. Mm -hmm. Now, you're also a successful author. Can you tell us about that? Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I have a book uh, published on Amazon. Uh, it's called uh, Get Thin for Life with an exclamation point. And basically it talks about kind of what I just talked about, which is all of the underlying conditions people have that create them to not be able to lose weight, maintain weight, keep the weight off. And so it goes over the source of why people can't lose weight, not just why people can't lose weight, not just, hey, take you know green coffee bean extract to lose weight or whatever. Um, <laughs> if you have a problem with your immune system and inflammation, well, that alone is not gonna help too much. Mm -hmm. So you, you have to get to the cause of it. And I go over all of, the, all of the major causes of why people can't lose weight in this book. And so it goes really deep into your body systems and the, the health of those body systems and healing those body systems and how you know that you have you know your immune systems off or your digestive systems off or your neurological systems off or your endocrine system is off and kind of how to tell and how to heal those different body systems so that it's much easier to lose weight when you do eat right and take those supplements and then the weight comes off that much that much quicker that's good to know you know there's so many diets out there some work for some, some work for others, but the better choice is the healthy choice. Mm-hmm. Always. You know, um, slow and steady, they say, yep. rather than quick. Um, now, you have a special 48 hours. If you hear this broadcast, give you a call, and that's a free 20-minute consult. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's Natural Healing with Jason. We're going to air Monday through Friday at 12 p.m., be sure to chill with us and uh, let your friends know about us on KDOC Radio. Look for us on Live 365. You can give Jason a call if you're interested at 775-527-7791. And what's your website, Jason, so people can reach you through that? Sure, yeah. So my website is heal, heal, heal. So three heels. <laughs> heal, heal, heal dot info. Okay. It's my website, healhealheal.info. Yep, and that's H-E-A-L for those folks out there that need yes. a little help with that. Uh, just having fun. Jason, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. This is our uh, second interview, and I mm -hmm. uh, look forward to future ones with you. And sure. uh, is there any final uh, things you'd like to add here? Yeah, so, um, so thanks. So, yeah, I... 
so basically what I've done recently is I've kind of um, kind of altered what I do for people a little bit. I, I have an eight week to healing program. So it's very individualized uh, to the person. And the first session we go over everything. So it takes a couple hours. So we go over everything on, on what's going on with your health, why it's going on, what we need to do to heal, that kind of thing. So um, it's an all-inclusive program, eight weeks to healing. So it includes um, four personalized nutritional sessions. It also includes four personalized hypnosis sessions. Um, and this is gonna be over Zoom. And, um, and then it includes access to my healing Facebook group anytime you need it. Email me in between our sessions anytime you need it. So it's a full individualized, customized eight week to healing program um, for the person. And I just, um, I just do a flat fee and it's um and basically uh a person has access to me i hold them hand their hand for eight weeks and my my idea of this and why i came up with it is i never wanted a person to ever have to see another another natural healer as long as they live so if you follow what i what i have you do after we assess everything then um you'll you'll be fine for the rest of your life and um that's the key and then you can always, um, you know, even though it's kind of hand-holding for eight weeks, um, after that period of time, you, you can definitely email me or call me after that time and I'll leave you high and dry just in case you need a follow-up or say, hey, I've been doing this, what's going on, you know, what do I do for this or whatever. And then if it's just a few minutes, I'm not gonna charge you anything else. If it requires like a whole nother session, then yeah, we we'll kind of go individual at that point. But we shouldn't, you shouldn't have to. Um, the eight weeks to healing, eight weeks, you should be fine. And you just continue what I have you do. And, um, and, and that's it. And then you never have to worry about anything again. You never have to worry about what do I do or who else do I have to see to heal? And if, let's say you have, for example, something that I don't help with. For example, um, you have something going on with the spine, with the vertebrae. And of course, I personally don't do chiropractic care. I would refer you to a chiropractor. <laughs> right. So whatever you need in addition to that, whether it's that, whether it's acu, I think you need acupuncture or, you know, whatever it is I think you need, then I would uh, refer you to that person as well as part of the, the program. That's great that you have resources that you can reach out to to uh, further help folks. Mm -hmm. um, I know several people in uh, the medical um, holistic energy mm -hmm. and uh, healing industry. And I love the information that you give folks. Now, do you have a second to answer a couple more questions? Yeah. Let's say, do you help with diabetes? Let's say, well, you know, if somebody's on insulin... Mm -hmm. um, can they ever get off that insulin through diet? So it, it depends if they have type 1 or type 2 right. diabetes, right? So type 1 is insulin dependent. So um, basically their, their pancreas isn't producing any insulin at all. Um, that is, that's going to be a little bit harder to heal from naturally than type 2. Type 2 for me is very simple. Um, again, once you know the cause, um, you, you kind of have, you kind of know how to, there's, there's three, there's three main organs affected in, di in diabetes. You've got, um, let's talk about type two first. You've got your pancreas, of course, affected. You've got your kidneys affected and you've got your liver affected with, uh, with diabetes. So we've got to heal all three of those organs and we can do that naturally. It's, pr it's pretty simple actually. 
and then um, you know we can follow up with with supplements that help balance the the sugar level. But we're doing we're we're handling it at the cause, so that that's the key here, and um, so that you don't have to rely on just let's say just a supplement that's going to balance your blood sugar or just mm-hmm. you know being extra careful about what you eat or whatever. Um, there's a way we can heal those organs so that. The um, so that they function properly, and in, in included in that is your pancreas once again producing enough insulin. So um, now the precursor to that, so you know a lot of doctors call it pre-diabetes, but basically it's um, insulin resistance, and that has been coming in the news a lot lately. Insulin resistance, and that's a huge, huge issue with people. So what that means is that the insulin is not getting into the cells. So the cells are resisting the insulin that your pancreas is producing. So, um, and that's due to cellular inflammation. So here we go with inflammation, right? right? So we've got to get the cells to the point where they're not inflamed anymore so that the insulin can get to the cells so that the insulin resistance goes away. Now, it's best to catch it before it gets to diabetes, of course. But if it gets to diabetes, sure, we can we can handle that too, especially with type two. Again, type one is a little bit more difficult because that's insulin dependent. We can help. Um, we can help with that um, through through diet and through healing these organs as well. It's it's typically a similar approach, but um, it's just we're looking for with type one, we're looking for a reduction. Uh, in 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 need for insulin as opposed to just getting rid of insulin, right? No, um, because that's be not going to work for type <laughs> one. Um, but um, but we can definitely make it better uh, through through natural healing. I I don't want to say we can heal help you heal from type one diabetes fully like we can with type two, um, but we can we can definitely help reduce reduce it with natural. Well, isn't that great information, folks out there listening, that uh, for especially type 2 diabetes, that you could possibly uh, not have that responsibility on your health plate, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Now, I have a couple more questions for you. One's about Alzheimer's, you know, dementia. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, the brain is very powerful, and it can really heal you Mm -hmm. um, when you start putting that energy to that in your body through the systems. And how can someone help their 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 brain? Definitely. So um, so we have a few different we have a few different causes of dementia slash Alzheimer's, and they're they're a little bit different. Um, but but there's 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 a few causes, and within those causes, there's underlying causes of those causes. So it's a little bit complex to get into. But basically, what we need to do is we need to increase brain cells. Um, we need to increase oxygen to the brain. We need to increase circulation to the brain. So we do that with specific foods and supplements. Um, you know, lion's mane mushroom is something that I talk about a lot. And that's actually the only thing that I know of that's been clinically proven to, to um, regrow brain cells. You know, a lot of people will tell you, oh, you can never regrow brain cells. Well, lion's mane has proven that to be wrong. You can regrow brain cells. Well, I would think our cells are always renewing, right? They, they so are. So why would they not do it in the brain? Because the brain's a little bit different. Um, the brain the brain cells, um, you know, once, once they die, there have been a lot of studies that have shown once they die, that's it. But again, lion's mane has counteracted that lion's mane mushroom, for example. So... Um, so that's actually, again, been clinically shown to, to regrow brain cells. So 
Uh, any mental regimen, you always want to include lion's mane mushroom and you want to build up again slowly, we talk about. Mm -hmm. um, in that case too, if you've got something already going on with you like that, uh, build up slowly to um, two grams twice a day, uh, four grams total per day. If you are just doing it as a neuroprotective, um, you would do half of that. You would do a gram twice a day. Um, and build up slowly to that because your body has to get used to uh, used to medicinal mushrooms. Um, and then we can also increase um, oxygen to the brain uh, with a supplement called venpocetine and, uh, and circulation of the brain with uh, ginkgo biloba, which most people have heard of. And, um, you know, and we can, we can do that. And then a lot of times people have poor circulation through the whole body especially if they're not moving around a lot because they have dementia or Alzheimer's. A lot of people are just kind of sedentary. They're in a nursing home or things like that. So um, we'd have to get the circulation in the whole body going as well. So we can do that a few different ways. But, um, but yeah, there's, there's a way to heal it. And then we've got we've to watch our diet as well. Mm. There's, there's definitely foods that contribute to, um, to dementia and Alzheimer's. And... Um, Anything that causes inflammation is going to contribute to that. So I am not a proponent of eating meat. Um, and that, that means like animals that walk. Uh, animals that walk, meat, create inflammation in the body. And they create acidity in the body. Because the body takes a long time to break it down, right? So when it breaks it down, it creates more acid. So then the body becomes more acid. So we, a lot of times I talk to people about the acid-alkaline balance, the pH balance in the body. So eating meat creates a lot of acid, and then that also creates inflammation. So, and it's shown to create inflammation in the brain as well and, and contribute to, um, uh, you know, there's some studies that link mad cow to Alzheimer's mm. as well. So, um, you know, and that comes from beef. And um, sometimes you don't see the effect of that until later on. It's, it's a genetic deformity. It's not, that cow's not a microorganism. It's a genetic deformity. Now, do you think that that has, um, do people in different areas of the country, like I know that grain fed's a lot different than yes. alfalfa fed or yes. whatever they're feeding their Absolutely. cows or whatever. Yeah. Like I grew up in the Midwest. So mm -hmm. when I came out here and tried the beef, I was like, oh, it just it just has a different taste because yeah. they're fed different. That's a good point. I mean, especially if a person is sensitive to gluten and the um, you know the, the cow the cattle's being fed grains, um, and especially if those grains are, are genetically modified, right? So um, yeah, grass fed I believe is always better. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but again, I, I don't propone I don't um, advocate eating eating meat ever. Um, there's ways we can get our protein, there's ways we can get our other nutrients that we would normally get from meat, such as the iron, such as the B12, that kind of thing. There's other ways we can get those nutrients in our bodies. Um, and so, as well as, like I said, the protein. So, um, you know, meat creates inflammation in the body. That's That's been proven, um, especially, you know, beef, pork. Uh, we have other issues with pork, parasites, that kind of thing. But um, you know, and, and even 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 chicken and turkey, I mean, um, it's not going to create as much inflammation as, as beef, but it does create some inflammation and acidity in the body. Um, so we want to eat basically a plant-based diet. Um, we can have some, I believe we can have some fish as long as you know where it comes from. 
um, and um, you know eggs if they're if they're organic and the chickens were grass-fed and all that I think are okay as well so I think for animal products I think I think eggs are okay and fish is okay if you know where it comes from um, and it's you know eggs of course like I said organic and fish lack of you know doesn't have the heavy metals in there the mercury the PCBs the lead that kind of thing arsenic um, well arsenic's not really in water it's more in soil but um, which is a whole nother topic right. but, um, <laughs> I can go off <laughs> on the tangent forever. Um, but yeah basically uh, for the most part a plant-based diet is what I advocate because it creates um, a pH balance it creates more alkalinity in the body as opposed to acidity it also lowers inflammation so a great great resource for a plant-based diet is is dr. Joel Furman uh, dr. Joel Furman is a great resource for that um, he's been doing the research on plant-based diets for a million years it seems and I've, I've seen him speak live and and he's really good a lot of people know who he is he has his own food pyramid version of his food pyramid um, and uh, he's got he's got a few really good books out as well uh, and so he's a great resource I, I use him as a resource myself um, and so I, I think that he's got it down with the with the plant-based uh, with the plant-based diet now you mentioned uh, gluten mm -hmm. gluten-free now that's a, is that yeast and wheat and all that so stuff gluten so um, uh, yeast is a little different, but gluten is in, there's three grains that gluten is in. It's in wheat, it's in barley, and it's in rye. So those are the three grains that gluten is in. So anything with wheat, barley, or rye is gonna have gluten in it. And not everybody's sensitive to gluten, right? Um, we more wanna focus on non-GMO non and organic, um, you know, but if you are sensitive to gluten, obviously don't eat gluten. <laughs> um, but even if you're not sensitive to gluten, you still want to eat um, organic, whenever possible. Um, those grains need to be organic and at the very least non-GMO because um, chances are eventually you're going to develop a sensitivity if you keep mm. eating genetically modified grains. Okay. Now, what if somebody's got a lot of yeast? How can, can mm -hmm. you detox that? Definitely. So we call that candida. Um, if, if yeast affects the body and, and grows in the body, we call that candida. And that is, um, that is a big deal because people eat a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm. And so sugar definitely creates candida. And anything that is um, any kind of carbohydrate that's not a whole carbohydrate will create candida. So when we're talking about flour, we're talking about bread. So anything that's not a whole grain and has flour in it is going to create candida because it turns into sugar in the body. And that sugar is what the candida or this type of yeast candida feeds off of. So we can absolutely detox the body of candida. First of all, you've got to stop eating sugar, flour, <laughs> um, all of those things. And then there are um, certain uh, supplements we can take, certain types of enzymes that will go in and then will eat away the candida that's in our body. So there's a few good products for that. Um, and then we also need to build up our probiotics while we're doing that, our good bacteria in our body. So we gotta take a good probiotic because those good bacteria will help counteract the, um, the candida. Um, now with adding probiotics, goes in a little bit more of a discussion. Um, uh, SIBO, which is um, bacterial overgrowth, has been uh, a big issue here in the last few years as well. 
and so we've got to be careful on that but generally speaking we eat away the candida with enzymes and we build up our, our probiotics in the body and that and that should take care of it and of course avoiding all the sugar and the flour, the the non whole <laughs> carbs. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, Pasta. Right. Rice. Right. You right. could have whole grain rice though. I yeah, brown rice brown rice is fine. Um I, I don't advocate white rice. I do advocate brown rice. But there's a limit. There's a limit on the brown rice as well because rice also contains a lot of arsenic. So we've got to, <laughs> the soil that rice grows in uh, creates uh, and contains arsenic. So we brown rice we don't want to eat as much as possible because of that reason. Otherwise, you could eat as much brown rice probably as you wanted to, but the arsenic is the issue. So we've we've got to be a little bit careful even with brown rice because of that. Thank you, folks out there joining us today. This is Natural Healing with Jason. Uh, in the next 48 hours, give him a call at 775-527-7791 for a free consultation. What, what will you go through with them on their free consultation when they call? Sure. So basically, I'm going to ask them a few questions as far as what's going on with their health. And again, I, I want to reiterate that it really it doesn't matter too much whether you have a diagnosis or don't. I can figure out what's going on in the body. It's not about the diagnosis. Uh, it's, it's more about what the cause of what's going on is. So if you have a diagnosis, that's great. Um, that gives me a little bit more information, but um, you could just say, hey, I feel, I feel like crap and <laughs> I don't know why. Um, and I've gotten blood tests and I've heard this a million times, by the way, this is why I'm reciting this. Um, you know that oh i've gotten so many blood tests and the doctor's like oh your blood's fine you know you know there's nothing wrong with you it's all in your head that kind of thing and i of course know from personal experience as well as seeing a bunch of other people that that's not the case it's not all in your head you definitely have something wrong with you blood will only show about half of half of all illness will show up in the blood so um you could very well have something going on with you that's not showing up in the blood that is physical and I'll be able to help you figure that out and then we can we can go from there. So I'll let you know, okay, it sounds like this is what's going on with you. Um, now let's go ahead and book a session and we'll figure it out or we can do the eight weeks to healing uh, thing. Um, you know, whatever's gonna be more comfortable for you. Um, you know, we, we can do either. Some people don't have the money to shell off the eight week to healing program, although that's really the best of all worlds. But, um, you know, we could do individual sessions as well if, you, if, if that's more comfortable financially for you. Um, start there and then kind of see how we go. But, um, but yeah, I'll be able to assess quite a bit in, in 20 minutes yeah. on what's going on. So that you. phone number again to get in on that is 775-527-7791. Uh, I'm assuming you don't have to meet with the people face-to-face. Uh, -face. You can do this long distance or over the internet or... Correct. Now, the yeah, the initial consultation, the free 20-minute consultation, will just be over the phone. Um, but the sessions will be via Zoom okay. um, or, or some type of um, video, you know, video chat platform um, if you prefer one that you have, for example. FaceTime. Um, yeah, we if can do that. If you have an that. iPhone or whatever, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we can do that as well. I have a droid, but... <laughs> yeah, see? But, um, but, but yeah, and the but, sessions but they have on. they have their own platform for that type of stuff, right. I think. So. Right. Well, 
We had a great show today. If you missed any part of this, you can uh, listen to it again. Um, I'm going to uh, also post this to my website, my personal website at afdesigns.online. And we look forward to hearing from Jason again soon. Everybody out there, take care. Have a great day. Any final word, Jason? Uh, well, I would just say that no matter what you've go, got going on with your health, no matter how many doctors you've seen, people you've seen, um, you know, it gets really, really frustrating when, you know, you, like you've seen a million people and haven't really gotten very many results. I am kind of the last result, re the last, re uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The last resource um, for, uh, for many people. And I've, and I've helped many, many, many people with, uh, even if I am their last hope, so to speak. Um, so no matter what part of your healing journey you're in, even if you just want to get even healthier, you feel like yeah, you're doing okay, but you want to get healthier, I'll meet you exactly where, you, where you're at, no matter how okay or how severe it is. Perfect. I just uh, really got a lot of information out of today's show. So um, thank you again for being here, Jason. And I look forward to hearing future shows from you on KDOC Radio. Thanks, Anita. Appreciate it. Have a great day, everybody.